0: Welcome back to the Football Unfocused Podcast. As you just heard, we have some new intro music, and that'll be our outro as well, so look forward to that from all our episodes from now on. I'm your host, Austin Weth, here with Lavelle Harris. Lavelle, say hello. Oh, hello. I'm glad to be back. For episode four. Episode four. We've come a long way in four episodes. And now we have some five-star reviews off Apple Podcasts. I said we'd read those. We've seen it before. First five-star review from LG. Unfocused football rocks my socks. That's not even the right title, but okay. Wow, what an informative and entertaining podcast. Lavelle is the star of the show, but Austin is okay too, I guess. Overall, fantastic. I wait for it to come out next to my phone for days on end. I tell all my friends how great it is.
1: If I could give it six stars, I would. Probably going to be very famous someday. Facts. I am the star of the show, if anyone knows, but Westy is the starter of it and i'm glad to be here so we're good co-host and
0: we can read these other two they're pretty short compared to that one that was kind of long one we have one from c dash shot says westy is so hot there's a lot of o's on that one too it's facts curtis is an old friend of mine from high school as well and another one from eli patton another one from my own hometown at foodball unfocused he must have been typing this really fast or something Love listening to this on my way to work. Amazing job so far. P.S. Missy Westy. Mm. Love getting that support. And if any we of Lavelle's support. friends are listening, leave him a review. Yes. Can't, it can't be this biased, so leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars. Hopefully. Hopefully it'll be five stars. Mm. But, I mean, if it's four stars, we'll take it. We'll, we'll accept it. And then leave
1: a little comment for Lavelle. We're happy to read it off. I really appreciate I it. In. All my friends back home from California, I appreciate it so much.
0: All right, and as you can tell, we don't have a guest this week. We were a little s- swamped with some things this week, so we weren't able to get one in, and Lavelle's feeling a little sick as well. Sometimes you might be hearing him sniffling in the background, but that's why it's nothing bad. He's just a little under the weather. So with that, should we start with college football? Um, Do you want to start NFL? What I think, are we, feeling I think we should start NFL. NFL day? Yeah, NFL. All right. I'll start off then with... The 49ers, because I love to talk about them, and Lavelle hates when I talk about them. Oh because the Niners are still undefeated, 4-0, oh, one of the two teams left with the Patriots. And Jimmy Garoppolo, a former Patriot, was Tom Brady's backup. So it's interesting to see those two the, with the only undefeated teams. They beat the Browns on Monday Night Football 31-3. to three. Nick Bosa led the way for the defense, two sacks, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, two tackles for a loss, and four QB hits. Then Matt Breida reaching 22 miles per hour on an 83-yard touch, touchdown run. He also had a receiving touchdown and had 114 yards rushing. Baker Mayfield, not a great night for him. People are starting to say he's overrated now after that game. I've nah, been
1: said he was overrated. From the first episode, which you guys go back and listen yeah, to. I did he has say he been saying overrated.
0: that. Baker Mayfield, 8 for 22, 100 yards, 2 interceptions, 2 fumbles. Well, one was... On the stat line, but he fumbled twice. One was recovered by the Browns, so they didn't count it. But he did fumble twice, technically.
1: Mm. The Browns are not looking so good right now. And the Niners, I guess, they are a team to watch out for because I did not think this at all. Well, I Westy can tell you, I did not (laughs) see them beating the Browns at all, and I come back especially not by this much either. It's Twenty-eight to three, and I'm like, what? Thirty-one
0: to three was the final score.
1: Yeah, that was the final score.
0: And then but. they play the Rams this Sunday, so that'll be a close matchup. But the Rams did lose to Jameis Winston and the Buccaneers, so I have very high hopes for that.
1: I don't. So I see the Rams winning by 21-plus points. 21 and plus Niners not undefeated by next week. Just stay tuned. Hey, we're hoping for 5-0, and oh, baby. That's all I'm at. If we get to the last team to be
0: undefeated past Tom Brady and the Patriots, I would be very happy, but Tom Brady's had a pretty, pretty easy schedule so far. Excuse me. Facts. But – We'll see, I forget who he takes on this week. I believe, I'm trying to think. Who, it's not the Redskins or the Dolphins. They just played the Redskins and there, the but, Dolphins. Because that's a good game coming up. Mm-hmm. The tank for two, a bowl is what they're calling it oh, on Twitter. God. So look forward to that game. That'll be fun to watch. See who see who can actually put up some points. And maybe it'll actually be a tight game. We don't maybe. know.
1: But back to my team. Yep, let's we'll
0: start with the Chargers.
1: We did lose to the Broncos, which were 0-3. 0-4. 0-4. 0-4. We lost to them 20-13. to 13. Um, Some notable stats for the Chargers. Rivers, they didn't have a pretty good game, only 32 for 48 with 211 yards. Eckler, 15 receptions, 86 yards. Our only touchdown came on a pick six, and then the rest were field goals. So we just couldn't do nothing. Chargers were looking very bad. That game, it was just bad.
0: I believe. All right. I don't think it was a pick. I think it was a punt return Blue for a touchdown King, huh? from Desmond King. Desm- I know it was Desmond. old Iowa Hawkeye player, very good when he was at Iowa. Loved to watch him play. And him, there's a lot of uh, Iowa corners that have made their way into the professional leagues, and a lot of Iowa players in general. George Kittle finally found the end zone for the Niners on Monday Night Football. Fantasy mm-hmm. owners very happy about that. I know for a fact. A lot of people have, were cheering on. Just George Kittle in that game. They wanted the Browns to win, but they want George Kittle to get a touchdown. So, I mean, that's how it goes for George Kittle half the time. He hasn't found the end. In- First time he's found the end zone all season, so we're very happy to see that. Wearing my jersey while he made it, too. So, I must just be that good luck charm, I guess. Maybe. That next g- other game we talked about, Patriots-Redskins we talked about previously. Again, Redskins not looking very good. Looking to tank for Tua, we believe, with the Miami Dolphins. And Brady having a pretty good showing against them, 28 for 42, 348 yards passing, two touchdowns and an interception, and then Sony Michelle, 16 carries from 91 yards and a touchdown. So pretty good showing out of the Patriots again yes. that one.
1: Patriots took the game 33-7 to easily. Wasn't like, wasn't, we knew it wasn't going to be a matchup because it's the Redskins. Yeah. They're not good at all. We saw how they
0: played against the Bears and after that, and they... Just fired head coach Jay Gruden now after that because they think something's going to change. They fired him? Yes, they did. At like I 5 a.m. this morning per Scott Van Pelt. I wonder who's going to play quarterback for them. Like They said not Dwayne Haskins. Not Dwayne Haskins. Case, they said they're holding him off.
1: Case Keenan. They started Colt McCoy that game. Yeah, game, so it man. might be Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy.
0: We'll have to see how it goes. I
1: mean, Redskins have been all over the place lately this season. so They're just looking bad. They look worse than the Dolphins, I'm seeing, because they don't have a guaranteed quarterback. Which the Dolphins don't either, but Well,
0: they have more of a guarantee than the Redskins do. Yeah, I mean Redskins. they got Fitz Magic and Josh Rosen. Back One of the there. two. And, and it's been Josh Rosen yeah, lately, I believe. Josh Rosen.
1: He's been doing all right, but not the best. I
0: mean, it's the Dolphins. He doesn't have much to work with either. Facts. And then Packers Cowboys, big matchup there as excuse me. Packers and Cowboys very big rivals. Jerry Jones was there. Very hoping he had just called Dak Prescott. The, their own Tom Brady. The next time, Tom, Tom, Brady. Tom Brady. Before that game, and he, he did not look it at all like Tom Brady. Twenty seven for forty four, four hundred sixty three yards passing, two touchdowns, three interceptions. But and Rodgers on the other side, twenty two for thirty
1: four, two hundred thirty eight yards. But the highlight. The highlight. Aaron, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. With 19 carries, 107 yards, and four touchdowns.
0: Aaron Rodgers didn't even have to throw for a touchdown. He just gave it to Aaron Jones, and Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones did the all Aaron Jones' rest.
1: touchdowns were, like, at the five-yard line. Not, eh. It was at the five-yard line. They were line. all within the red zone, yeah. yeah but. And then he was just walking in for touchdowns. Cowboys could not defend them. But the Cowboys did almost come back. They were, they did pull in close. I will say that, yeah. Yes. It was close game at the end. Down by 10. Thought they had it. But couldn't pull it out. Couldn't. But some notable... Cooper wide receivers.
0: Amari Cooper, eleven receptions, two hundred twenty-six yards, one touchdown. So it's nice to see that out of him. And
1: also Gallup, seven receptions, one hundred thirteen yards, and one touchdown. Michael You're... Gallup is a young guy. Been yeah. looking for a lot of, out of him. They Lately. both balled that game. It's just those three interceptions probably cost the, the Cowboys what? a lot.
0: And Zeke running game hasn't been great so far. Christian McCaffrey, more rushing yards than Zeke and I believe Todd Gurley combined from scrimmage. That's crazy. Christian
1: McCaffrey has been looking so good this year. He has
0: more offensive yards than the whole Jets offense. Oh, my God. That's how much this guy's been balling out. That's how much he's been
1: balling out. Everyone knew he's gonna be ball out ever since that picture came out of him looking oh, like the whole huge massive. In those preseason Everyone pictures. thought he was taking steroids, but yeah, he's like, guys, no, I've just been working out. It's he's fine. just been, nah, he's just that big. It's he's just got. Crazy.
0: They put those pictures from him in his rookie season to this season side by side. The difference is unreal. He just looks massive. It's literally Bruce Banner to the Hulk. <laughs> difference. It seems like almost that's crazy. It was, and then Chiefs Colts. Very good game. Chiefs were undefeated going into this one. And Colts will pull out the win against them. Yes. Very close
1: game. I believe it was 16 14. It was 19 to 13. 19 13? Yeah. Because after they scored one touchdown, the Colts and then Vinatary, Mr. The Leg himself was oh just. Oh my gosh. Adam Vinatary. Four for four from field goals, long of a 32 yards. Adam just... Vinatary will be long in the league longer than
0: any of us live. Probably. He will become immortal. With robotic legs and robotic arms, and just survive and still kicking the ball. Absolutely, he will not. He will be traded from team to team if the Colts ever give him up, but he will never die. He yeah. will never leave the league. He'll just donate all his money to charity because he has no need for it now because he's a robot. So it'll be nice to see. They'll put him in a museum later. He'll just walk around and be like, "Hey, I'm Adam Vinatieri, the robot." The robot, the best kicker of all time. And Vinatieri four for four field goals, the longest of 32 yards. Again. Talking really good. Adam Vinatieri, in his older age, I don't want to call him old, but for a football player, he's pretty he's old. getting up there. He, and, he's pretty old. Four but 4-for-4 is pretty good. We've seen yeah. some. Robbie Gold for the Niners missed a f- couple extra points, I believe. He missed a field goal and an extra point, I believe, on Monday night. So not everyone can be. As good as the man, Adam Vinatieri.
1: Not everyone, but Patrick
0: Mahomes, twenty-two for thirty-nine, three hundred twenty-one yards,
1: one touchdown. And It was a crazy touchdown. If you saw, it's probably on SportsCenter, Center because no, it's Mahomes. It's Mahomes. ESPN. ESPN it's on you know they love to talk about Mahomes and stuff, but it was pretty crazy. He ran up in the pocket, turned around, ran all the way back about ten to fifteen yards, came all the way back around, threw a dime to Pringle, six receptions, one hundred three yards, and a touchdown.
0: And the only in the touchdown. last two weeks, that is the only touchdown Mahomes has thrown in his last two games. First three games he has ten passing touchdowns.
1: Last two, two, one. 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 And you don't see that of Mahomes at all. No. The last two years, everyone's like he's a touchdown machine, going for what, forty to yeah. fifty touchdowns? A year. I this don't know year about this one. not so much. Mm, they've and
0: been Jacoby Brissett showing up, deciding, Hey, I'm taking over this team for Andrew Luck, doing this in honor of him maybe even. 18 for 29, 151 yards, <laughs> one interception and a rushing touchdown. So it's good to see him, yeah, showing up and putting some power to it to drive the ball down. I mean, even if he didn't get, he only got that one touchdown, but he got Adam Vinatieri within field goal range every time on most drives. And put him ahead
1: that much. If the long of 32 for Adam Vinatieri, that means all his field goals were inside of 32 yards because yeah. his long was 32. That so they're
0: able to make the drive into the red zone, they maybe finish. not finish like. But but I mean, and you're still getting the field goals, and you're if still getting. You're holding win? Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. That's pretty good, pretty in my good. book.
1: And you got the win, 1913, and the Chiefs no longer defeated. Absolutely. So Colts, get Lookin up. Good. Round of applause Lookin for Colts. Good. Teddy Bridgewater.
0: Teddy Bridgewater, first quarterback not named Drew Brees since 2011 for the Saints to throw four passing touchdowns in a game, and Teddy Two Gloves. Looked pretty good in that game. Threw for 400 yards as well. So very, very good showing for Teddy Bridgewater. And he's just happy to be on the field. Every time he gets in those interviews, they ask him, how do you feel about this game? He's like, I'm just happy to be here. Okay. A year ago or so, I wasn't here. I'm just happy to be on this field and be able to play. <laughs> and it's really good to see that out of him, for sure.
1: What, 2-1 and one in the last three games? I believe so, 2-1. and only, one. only lost to the Rams.
0: And that was a whistle call away yeah. from being a win on that Cam Jordan It's okay. We've talked about that before. We don't need to get back into that. He's been getting
1: better and better over the weeks. Going from not throwing a touchdown to, what, throwing four touchdowns this week? That's pretty crazy.
0: Teddy Roosevelt or Teddy Two Gloves; Those are his new nicknames. And now we've gone a little overtime with the NFL, so we'll get into college football now. Iowa versus Michigan, a big Big Ten matchup this weekend. While we played our game, we got a little score update on our scoreboard during the game. We saw 10-3 after the second quarter. And that ended up being the final score. Michigan, excuse me, Iowa did not score after the second quarter. Michigan did not score after the first. Mm. So Michigan's 10 points all came in the first quarter. Iowa kicked the field goal in the second. No one scores since. (laughs) Nate Stanley, 23 for 42, 260 yards, three interceptions. That's what killed the Iowa offense there, was three interceptions from Nate Stanley. Michigan defense. But Michigan is a pretty good team. Yeah. I mean, it's, pretty, it's a pretty close score, I will say, for a Big Ten team. Big Ten games Big Ten. always seem to be low-scoring. It's a pretty tough tough matchup, I will say, for sure. It's a tough
1: conference, so it's usually low-scoring or like 24 close, really 24 to 17, some, yeah. something like that. It's
0: always a close number. It never really breaks the 30s when it's, not it's like Big Ten versus Big Ten. What is it, Big 12? Big Twelve, Big teams, Twelve teams. They like to rack up. They the like scores. to go
1: fifty-fifty, sixty-fifty, sixty-sixty. That's those are the crazy games.
0: Those are like the Rams Chiefs games from last year. No, Highest scoring that was a game, game ever.
1: That was a good game. I missed that game. I didn't get to watch it actually. I heard oh about it. Oh my god! That was like the best game I ever saw. Mahomes going back and forth with Jared Goff was crazy. And it doesn't look like we'll see that this year. Sadly, no, not this year. But
0: would you like to talk about the BVU game yes we I get would into this other one
1: bVU versus wartburg ranked going to the game number 12 I believe
0: ranked number 13th in the country
1: 13 in d3 and d3 yes so we're they were not bV they did not have BVU winning this game at all but no.
0: on paper underdogs bV
1: but at the halftime we had to lead 20 to 14 stopping a good Wartburg offense not having them like, score a lot. It was good by showing by defense, good Great showing by the offense. First half. And we come out with the ball, and we're driving down and throw a pick. Or we fumble. I think we fumble on, like, the five-yard line.
0: I'm, I think it was the pick first. The pick came first on first that first drive fumble, at, the, like, the seven-yard
1: line. But it just changed the momentum, gave all the momentum to Wartburg. And we end up losing the game 42-27. to 27. Some notable standouts, E.P., Fumbled kickoff return for a touchdown, eighty-eight yard. That'll be Eric Pacheco for those of you who don't, don't know, know who EP is. is Eric Pacheco Eric Junior Pacheco. here at BV. And with that, he won. Eric Pacheco won conference special teams player of the week. That would for... be the American Rivers Conference here over in Iowa. And it was just a great game by both teams, and we just couldn't pull it out at the end. But we're looking way better.
0: Way and better. We're going off to Co over in Cedar Rapids, my part of the state, very excited to go back there. Hopefully. So we'll see how that goes over at Co College in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Shout-out to Eastern Iowa. I love that part of the state. And next up, we're going to talk about Ian Book, Notre Dame quarterback. Had a great first half in that game. 15 for 17, 255 yards, five touchdowns. Ian Book out here looking like Jalen Hurts in that first half. But sadly, in the second half, doesn't get off much more. Six Ends up at the game 16 to of, for 20. Two hundred sixty-one yards, still has those five touchdowns. Did he play the rest of the game, or did he just get taken? I, I believe he played the rest of the game, but I'm not for sure. Then he only got
1: three more passes. I mean, if they're up by that much, they just run the ball. Probably just ran the ball, just try to get out of there. And then, one
0: hundred and three years ago on Monday, we celebrated a big game: Georgia Tech versus Cumberland, Georgia. Big game for them. One hundred three years ago. Wins that one two hundred and twenty two to zero.
1: That's crazy. That's like the biggest score I ever, ever, ever seen.
0: I showed this tweet to Lavelle from ESPN who tweeted it out two hundred twenty two to zero. He just looked at me like like that's photoshopped, right? No. <laughs> that's a real score. Georgia goes up with thirty two rush touchdowns, nine hundred and seventy eight yards rushing. How many touchdowns do you want to guess they had passing, Lavelle?
1: Um probably zero.
0: They did have zero because I showed you the tweet and yes, said they had zero. <laughs> they were zero for zero passing. Not they pass didn't the throw ball. a pass that entire game.
1: But it was the what?
0: 1930s. Yeah, it was 1930, I believe.
1: It was 1930, so 103 they, years ago. Really, That's hard
0: math, folks. We can't do that in our heads real quick. They really didn't pass the ball like that back then. But Cumberland did try to pass it. They had negative 42 rush, two for eight, two f- passes for 18 yards. No, yes, fourteen yards rushing, six interceptions, fifteen total turnovers. I definitely read that stat line very wrong. (laughs) I don't know what my typing is here as we type up our notes before our podcast, and we did it earlier in the week. It's negative forty-two rush, two two for eighteen passing, fourteen yards passing, six interceptions, fifteen total turnovers. Okay, I just. I just messed it up a little, having extra yards in there for some reason. But Cumberland, not a great game for them. And we've never seen a game like that since. Ever. And thankfully, I'm glad we haven't seen a game like that. I don't think I could handle I wouldn't, watching a game like that. they score
1: 100, I'm out of there. I'm you're, not watching. You're calling that game. Yeah, you got to call that I'm as a ref or something. That. you got to call that, right? you got to just run the clock the whole game. Try to get out there as fast as possible.
0: That brings up a good question I saw on Twitter that I've been asking people. So I'm going to ask you guys, the listeners. Would you rather have your favorite team lose by a blowout or lose in a very tight game, say like a 27-24 or a 25-24 game, or would you rather have the 60-0, 55-13,
1: that kind of blowout? I don't know. That's a hard question because – Look, those tough ones, those tight ones hurt the they most. They sting. They sting. They hurt the most because you had it, and then you just couldn't got it. But blowout, it's just like... It's like, oh, we suck. We didn't even have a chance. We suck. So, like, just imagine, like, the Chargers getting blown out by the Patriots. instead, like Or the Dolphins being blown than, out by the Patriots. Yeah, any team. And it's just, blowout's just okay. I'd rather get blown out, I think.
0: I That's what I said, too. I said definitely blown out. So, feel free, leave us... Tweet at us what your response to that question would be. We'd be glad to hear it. We'll give our input as well. Got some other tweets going up as well later this week. And talking about the Heisman races, we've seen many of those tweets coming around. We got Tua in first, Jalen Hurts coming up behind him, and Justin Fields Mm. right behind them. And then
1: Joe Burrow, LSU. And then Jonathan Taylor. Tua is leading it right now with.
0: Jonathan Taylor, too, was not mentioned in a tweet you saw. That's why you want to talk about it because you saw a tweet about it. But Jonathan Taylor not mentioned running back from Wisconsin. He's killing it. He is doing very well for Wisconsin. You would expect him to get a little more media attention, but not so much for him so far.
1: And Tua is leading right now, 2019 production, 113 out of 138 passes, 1,718 yards, 23 touchdowns, have not thrown a pick. Zero interceptions. Like, that's... Looking like a Heisman to me, but also Jalen Hurts putting up numbers of his own, 82 of 109 passing, 1,523 yards, 14 touchdowns, two interceptions, but he also has 499 rushing yards and seven touchdowns.
0: So those Oklahoma quarterbacks looking very good. Could we get a three-peat for an Oklahoma quarterback?
1: But there's some tough, tough competition with Joe Burrow, 127, out of 162 passing, 1,864 yards, 22 touchdowns, three interceptions, and two rushing touchdowns. He's looking good. We haven't even heard of him. Like, really? he's
0: not been mentioned that much that in Heisman talk or college football talk, so, really. Not much he's, media he's attention. He's been behind the Jalen Hurts,
1: Tua, J- Justin Fields talk. Hey, it's nice to be an underdog. Hey, sometimes the underdogs win. Exactly. Because sometimes you can beat Alabama because they do play later in the season. So that'll be and nice to you'll see. you'll see. But also, Justin Fields. At Ohio State, 98 of 141,298 yards, 18 touchdowns, one interception, 283 yards rushing and eight touchdowns. You know, a lot of
0: these Heisman people have some – these quarterbacks have a lot of rushing touchdowns. Except Tua. Except Tua. Tua has no rushing touchdowns. Because
1: Alabama, they don't like to put their quarterback out there like that, you know? They're Mm -hmm. just like a Tua – he throws.
0: And I guess Tua doesn't have to scramble very often yeah. either at Bama. They got a nice O-line down there. Nice O-line. So nice receivers. Throw it out, and he'll be fine. I bet he doesn't take too many hits during a game at all.
1: Not at all. I feel like they up Max of 10, maybe. They take him out if they're up 49-0, probably, and put up the backup QB in the second half. Something and
0: easy. Backup quarterback throws for like four more touchdowns, maybe. Something easy.
1: And then Jonathan Taylor. 103 carries, 740, 745 yards, 12 touchdowns, with 12 catches, 114 yards, and four touchdowns. So very productive so for a running back. You don't know how this race is going to go. A lot of people voting on Twitter saying Jonathan Taylor. Some people saying Jalen Hurts. Some people saying Justin Fields.
0: You can tell who's all Wisconsin fans from the Midwest, from who they're voting for, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, we all know. Because they all support their Midwestern teams. Even if Iowa fans will support Michigan team. Michigan players, if they're up for the Heisman, if there's no Iowa players, Big Ten teams have each other's backs, and Midwesterners have each
1: other's backs as well. That's just how we do it here in the Midwest. Yeah, but you guys should tell us who you have for winning Heisman right now. You don't know yet. You don't know with all the games coming up. Like Oklahoma plays Texas this week. And that's going to be a good game. Hopefully we can watch it because I really want to yes. watch that game because that's going to be a great game. There's a
0: lot of matchups that Twitter had a poll on who they had the most confidence in, like Penn State at Iowa, Oklahoma at Texas, LSU at, I believe, Florida. Mm. Not quite sure who they were playing, but there was a lot of votes. And they're like, you guys didn't – they showed the percentages of who voted for which team, like who was more like, favorable to win, and none of them got above 30%. percent mm so 29% voted for I believe Oklahoma over Texas, but that was the highest one they had. Everything else was lower than that.
1: Cuz they're all going to be close games. Cuz they all, all know
0: it's going to be close games. All
1: conference games, so like you know, it's going to be tough in your conference cuz anything can happen. Anything can happen like what Pitt beat Clemson a couple years ago, and it was big. Put and, Clemson out the race.
0: And it was LSU versus Florida, Oklahoma versus Texas, Penn State versus Iowa, and Notre Dame versus USC. Not a single one. 27, excuse me, for Oklahoma versus Texas Tech. For LSU versus Florida, it'll end up being, I believe, 29. That was the 29. Yep, 29 for them. And Mm -hmm. then the other ones were all 24 for Notre Dame versus USC and then 20 for Penn State versus
1: Iowa. Mm. All going to be good games.
0: All very good games. Might not be able to see it. but Hopefully we can watch it. I really want to watch them.
1: But, hey, stuff happens. Stuff happens.
0: Exactly. Get a little busy. And now on to our favorite segment, fantasy football.
1: Lavelle, how'd you do in fantasy this week? Um, I lost to the worst guy in our league, but I'm now the worst guy in our league, so can't say it. One in four? So, you, so
0: really, you didn't lose to the worst guy in we really the did. He's now the seventh best in our league. Oh,
1: now, because his team wants to go off like Will Fuller. Will Fuller, great dude. Three points. Like, how? That's crazy. Like, he hasn't done Will nothing Fuller like that. Will Fuller
0: last year was not even that good. Not, he was done average last year. I was
1: going into the game the week saying, okay, my team's going to ball out. But the team did ball out, Got made a couple trades. Chark Jr. for the Jaguars there went off, did. and I was so happy about it. But my rest of the team was just aight. But Will Fuller, they killed me 53 points, 14 out of 16, 217 yards, and three touchdowns.
0: That's the highest point total by any player in the NFL since 2013. It's the highest by a receiver since Terrell Owens in 2003. And it is the ninth best by a receiver all time in
1: fantasy. So, Will Fuller? Great showing from him. Congratulations. You made me lose, but hey, eh, you bought out. Hey, It's okay, Lavelle. I'll
0: make up for that because I won in both of my leagues this week against my roommate and... I believe I played one of the, not the better teams in our league last week. I believe he is now the eighth team in our league, so it's it's a little bit of an easy matchup. It was close, though. He did start to pull it close because I believe he had Aaron Jones.
1: Oh, Aaron Jones balled out. He
0: did have Aaron Jones, and Aaron Jones did ball out. 49.2 points in PPR, 19 carries for 107 yards, four touchdowns, seven receptions for 75 yards. That's the position's most in a game all season to date, and it's the largest total since Todd Gurley scored 49.6 points in Week 16 of 2017.
1: So Aaron Jones, balled out. Also a great day. Fantasy football legend right there, low-key. But we also have other running backs that did amazing. Christian McCaffrey, another record setter. We had a lot
0: of record (sighs) setters this weekend. It's crazy. 47.7 points, 176 rushing yards, two touchdowns, six for nine Receiving 61 yards and a touchdown, he has had 159.6 points through five weeks. That's the fourth highest point total through five weeks since 1950. That's crazy. So since they started keeping track in 1950, he has the fourth highest. That's and two people above him. Jim Brown is number one and number three. So there's been three people that are that high. Jim Brown, very old running back, very good back in his time.
1: That's a crazy stat that no one really knows but ESPN. ESPN. ESPN knows all the deep down stats. It's crazy.
0: I feel like they just have an archive just somewhere in the building. They're just like, let's go find the most random fact we can about anything. And then tweet it. And then tweet it.
1: Because they do come out with some random facts that we don't no one in Like the who's gonna knows
0: remember a hundred and three years ago, the college game between Georgia Tech and Cumberland where Georgia Tech wins 222-0. to
1: zero. Anybody is alive from that game. No, Still, not a chance. Not a chance. 103, 103 years? 103 years? No. Okay, if you are alive since then... Wow. And you're listening to this congratulations.
0: podcast? Congratulations. That'd be on, crazy. On, like, your 103rd birthday, maybe? <sighs> yeah, they would turn 103, maybe, if they were born right on the day of the game.
1: Yeah, you have to be, like... To remember the game, oh, there's you have to be no at way. least 116 years old. At least. Because you... 103... If you were like 12, 10 at the time,
0: 113. That's 113, and then 13. 113 uh, years old?
1: I don't know. It's just crazy. That will be a crazy stat. If you're still alive, tweet at us and <laughs> tweet at us. If you have Twitter. <laughs> if you Yeah. If you're that old and you have
0: Twitter, shout out to you. That's crazy. That would be what crazy. kind of Twitter do you think an old person like that would have? I don't know. Think they just post memes about or just something? Com- complaining about th- today's youth. <laughs> complaining about today's youth. No, complaining about the youth. Like from like twenty years ago, mm. just like man, all these kids on their newspapers all the time. <laughs> they're not even paying attention to where but they walk. Now
1: they have iPhones. They probably don't know what iPhones. Nah.
0: They're so like, wait, what is this? This is a phone in your hand, uh, and then they just wouldn't be able to handle it. Okay, it'd blow their mind. That's crazy. Okay, we gotta yeah.
1: start predictions for next week.
0: Todd Gurley, I say don't start. I've heard. Start
1: from Yahoo Fantasy, but I say don't start. I say start because the Niners, they, eh, you don't know what they're going to come out with, but I feel like Todd Gurley couldn't go off, but he hasn't done nothing.
0: All right. Niners haven't given up a rushing touchdown yet this season, and Gurley's main points have come from big touchdowns within like the five-yard line. Yeah. So that's usually where he gets the ball to get those touchdowns, and the Niners' defense has lo- been looking pretty well. To see, hold them up from getting into the red zone, getting that close to the end zone.
1: Yeah, they held, held up Baker.
0: Baker did get close on one drive, but then he threw the interception right on the goal line. But that's, that one wasn't completely his fault. It was tipped out. One of the hands of his receivers popped up, and the Niners' defense were able to grab it. But he had 15 touches for 51 yards last week. One fumble. Mm. Against the Buccaneers, Gurley
1: has been looking so hot. He hasn't been looking good at all.
0: He's like, warming up a little
1: bit with more touchdowns. They saying he's injured. They don't want him to get injured for playoffs. I don't know about that, but it's a long season, so we don't know. We'll see how Todd Gurley goes. And then my other
0: one was Lamar Jackson. I say start him.
1: I say start him, no matter what. I don't care. It's the Bengals?
0: He is against the Bengals. The Bengals have allowed eight easy passing touchdowns easy all season. Five touchdowns for Lamar Jackson. Expect him to hit his be able to hit his receivers easily. And the Bengals have also allowed seven rushing touchdowns, so you can expect him to run for a little while as well.
1: Okay, so Mark Ingram, Lamar Jackson, any Ravens player, start him. Any Redskins, Miami Dolphins, you don't know who to start.
0: Yeah, Chris Thompson is on my team. I've been debating if I start him or not because it is the Dolphins.
1: It is the Dolphins. But it's
0: also the Redskins.
1: Oh, my God, it's such a hard game.
0: And they have Adrian Peterson as well, so they might – They might be throwing AP in there a little more than Chris Thompson, so it'll be something to see. So that's how we're looking for Redskins versus Miami.
1: The tank for two-a bowl,
0: as they've been calling
1: it. So who's going to tank the most? Tank the worst. Tank the worst, tank the worst. No, we're
0: not scoring any points. No, we're not scoring any (laughs)
1: points. (laughs) I will be surprised. I won't be surprised if that game ends 3-0. 3-0? No one wants to score in this game. No one goal. wants to score. Kicks a field goal because they have to. <laughs> have to it's for overtime. And then it's
0: for the win. It's for the tie. They have a field goal and they purposely miss <sighs> oh so they can get God. Tua.
1: That'd be crazy.
0: They just yell for Tua and just kick it like wide, wide, wide right. right, like not even close. It's almost into like their sideline. It's so wide.
1: I feel like the Dolphins would take more than Redskins. I yeah, I, I agree with that for sure.
0: I mean, Redskins, their quarterbacks, eh. Their idea is a little iffy, but, but... they just
1: drafted a quarterback. Dwayne Haskins is just hoping to give him just, some experience. S- yeah, they're sitting him off to the side for experience. Experience, in the next year, hoping he balls out. But we don't know. Again, we don't know.
0: Dolphins, Josh Rosen, Fitzmagic. See how they do over there. Uh-huh. But I think that's going to about do it for today's episode. Yes, it is. And it'll be nice getting this up on a Wednesday. I think we're going to post it right after we're done recording, because we missed our time yesterday, so... We're going to get this right up, and you're going to hear our outro music in just a moment. Remember to leave us those five-star reviews. Maybe we'll give you a shout-out at the beginning of the podcast. Listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts once again. Follow us on Twitter, whatever you choose to do. I've been Austin West. Lavelle Harris next to me. Hello and goodbye.